be the whole reason for Christmas. But what would it look like on our streets if we didn't turn on our Christmas tree lights? That glimpse of light on our street is something, is a glimpse of something much bigger. And we're gonna talk that light, about that light a bit later. But first, let me tell you a story. So maybe about a year ago, I went to Ikea and I bought my first set of DIY Ikea drawers. And I've never experienced such confusion as spreading out over the floor this wood, I don't know, screws, I don't even know what else thinking this is going to be a functional set of drawers. But it, I did it. It works. Well, actually, it doesn't work, but that's a different story. But then, just because I didn't make my life complicated enough, I decided to paint them. Look, there they are. I decided to paint them. And the finished result was something I was pretty proud of. See, why am I talking about my drawers? Well, if I look at these unfinished, slightly rickety, ridiculous drawers with pride, imagine the look that God has when he looks at you. See, we are his world. He made us and he absolutely loved his creation. The difference between those drawers and you is that you were made perfectly. And all the way through Genesis 1, God talks about how his creation is good. But imagine being in this world alone. I mean, the one positive thing I can think of is that I might actually win at Monopoly. But apart from that, I really don't see any benefit. See, I just get lonely wouldn't you? God brought us into this world to be his friend and gave us the world to look after. That's a gift. He was with Adam and Eve and they got to hang out with him all the time. But by Genesis 3, humans had messed up. See, a real darkness came into the world and that was called sin. That ruined the beautiful friendship that we were designed for. But see, that wasn't the end of the story. God's heart was broken over that relationship. So he did something crazy. He sent himself as his son into this very world to fix that friendship. When God's son, Jesus, came, he brought the light. He shone the light into this world. Imagine this. In the story we've just heard, we had a hillside. And on that hillside, there were shepherds. It was dark, they were just there, looking after the shepherds, looking after the sheep, minding their own business. Then came the light, and I'm talking life-changing light. The glory of, of God lit up that whole hillside field. Do you see the shepherds? Do you think of that scene? They were amazed, and they were in the presence of light. And they heard of a place where that light was living in the form of a baby, so they ran. They ran to find where that light source was coming from. The whole of heaven at that moment was rejoicing because light had come to the darkness. But what does darkness look like? What is darkness? 
You know, when you or your parent turns off the light at bedtime. See, I don't have a bedside light, so I have to turn it off. And every time I think, oh, rubbish, as I go, I can't see a thing. And then I have to walk and stumble over my massive Olaf teddy every time. Because you just can't see the floor because it's so dark. Darkness is the absence of light. That darkness can look like loads of things in our lives. It's the things that make us sad, the bad things we say and do, it's the worry and it's the anxiety we feel, it's the pain and the hurt that we experience. It's real and it's all around us. But then when that light came to that field, to those shepherds, they saw clearer than they ever had before. They didn't wait a single second before running to find that baby the angels told them about. They couldn't wait to see the baby light for themselves. So then what is light? Light's the opposite of darkness. Where there is light, darkness cannot be. Light is the joy and the hope that we find in Jesus. It's the assurance of knowing that we are friends with him. It's his presence. It's a real sense of peace in our pain, in our anxiety, in our hurt. It's the reason at Christmas we celebrate light. We brighten up our Christmas tree. We put the star on top. We light candles. We even fill our gardens with weird inflatable snowmen and assortment of lights like Tom and his 900,000 light bulbs. And that's why. We know that our light is true and bright and holds power to win against the darkness. See, darkness for me has looked like many different things. It's looked like a time when my brother was ill in hospital. It felt dark, it felt overwhelming. It felt blurry and I began to look down. But what's so great about this world that God's given us is we're not meant to do that alone. See, for me, Jesus shone into my life through other people to pray with me, to be with me, to hold me. He shone through them and reminded me that the source of light is and was Jesus. I didn't realize how dark things had got till I lifted my head towards the light and saw hope. I'm in need of God's help in shining that light through my life. I want to make the same effect on other people that people have made on me. We can spend so much of our lives looking for all these different things to find help from, but nothing compares to the help and the peace we can find in Jesus. But you know what? That's not the end. This light was on a rescue mission. He came, he came in to this world. He grew up, the baby light grew up. He took the punishment for everything we've ever done and ever will do. He took the punishment and all the darkness onto his shoulders and died so that we could live with that light inside us forever. But he didn't stay dead for long. He rose from the dead so that we could have that friendship that we're always meant to have with God. And it doesn't even stop there because God gives us things along the way to help us. He gives us things to help us shine that light brighter all around us. A couple of weeks ago in kids camp, we discovered that when we ask Jesus to be our friend, 
We are inviting that light to live inside us. We saw that in Matthew 5, verse 14, it says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. See, that light shines bright for all to see. Like this. But imagine what it would look like if we had all people, children, youth, students, young adults, adults, all ages, shining God's light in and all around Edinburgh and everywhere they go, what would that look like? I reckon it would maybe look a little bit like this, if you've got a torch. In John 1.5, it says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Light wins and darkness cannot beat it. So Jesus being the light in the darkness brings hope. So everyone, we have a choice. Do we want to decide to be friends with God? Do we want that light to live inside us and shine through us every day? All we need to do is ask God, and we do that by praying. It's talking to God, saying sorry for the things that we've done wrong, thanking God for sending Jesus as the light of the world. It's an adventure and you'll learn more about God every day as he grows you. So I'm gonna ask you, if you've got a phone with a torch on it, can you take it out? And can you turn the light on and point it upwards? This is what the light of Jesus can look like in Edinburgh. We want to join together as we shine the light of Jesus. As we do this, we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray together. If you haven't prayed before, that's totally okay. Just repeat the words I'm about to say in your heart. We're gonna invite God to fill us with light. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for coming into our world to bring the light. We are sorry when we do things that are wrong or ignore your light. Please fill us fresh today with your bright, bright light. We want to make an impact in, your, in our world for you. Amen. You can turn off your lights before I get blinded. If you have any questions at all, or maybe that's the first time you've prayed at all, come and speak to me or speak to someone that you've come with this morning. We would love to chat with you. So now it's time to make the Christingles. Kids, if you haven't eaten all your sweets yet, I am proud of you. We've got none left, so it's your own fault if you have. Take out your Christingles. If you don't have a Christingle, I think there's a few more outside. If you don't have one, even if you're an adult, you know, you can join this fun too. Adults are allowed to have fun. That's what I've learned. If there's magically no sweets in the bag, I bet you've eaten them. Yeah. 
Okay, we're going to go through the Christingle together. Are you ready? In your bag, you will find an orange. Can we find an orange? See, the orange is to remind us, the orange is to stand for the world, and it's to remind us that we are loved. We are the world. God loves the world. He made the world, and he loves it. Secondly, you should find a candle in your bag. You should also find a bit of, a bit of what's it called, tinfoil. If you put the tinfoil around the bottom of the candle and pop it in. Layla, can you come and help me up here? There you are. Trying to make it here. Layla's going to demonstrate beautifully what's going on. Hold it up, Layla. So you should have your tinfoil underneath your candle and pop it in. Good job, Jazz. See, the candle reminds us that Jesus came into the world. Jesus came into the world, into our darkness, to bring light and to bring real, incredible, shining light. Next, you should see around your orange that you've got tape. You've got red ribbon tape around your orange. And this is to remind us that Jesus came to not only be part of our world, to not only bring light to the world, but to save the world. Because he died for us to fix that friendship that we were talking about earlier. And then lastly, this is the moment of truth to see how much restraint your children have. You should have sweets. You should have 12, just in case you need to know. You should have 12 sweets inside your bag and four cocktail sticks, which if I've done my maths right, means there should be about three on each one. Pop the sweets on the cocktail stick and put them into the orange. And this is to remind us that we have been given gifts by God. We have been blessed abundantly by him. Not only by his light, but by his presence in our life. And also, we've been learning in kids groups a lot this year about someone called Right Hand Man. And that Right Hand Man is the Holy Spirit. And that's one of the gifts that God's given us. So you can pop them around the orange. How are we all doing? We're getting there. Sorry if the sweets are a bit cold. They've been in the car all night. Breathe on them. <sighs> There's one thing left to do, and it's to light the candles. But I'm going to pass over to our hosts to do that with us.